We are grateful to you, Lord. We can't count our blessings. Because what you have done, no one can do it. Our living, this being alive is a testimony. Some of us have not visited the hospital throughout this year. We have been in good health. Some of us, we got sick, but Lord, you healed us. Lord, sickness that killed people did not kill us. We say we are grateful, Lord. We are grateful for keeping us safe. If we have come this far, it is not by intelligence. It is not by our might. It is by our spirit, oh God. We'll be ungrateful people if we don't say thank you. This morning we say, Father, speak a word to us. Let your word enlighten us. Release grace upon us. Minister to us this morning, oh God. God, as a word in season, a word of God that will nourish our spirit, a word of God that will comfort us, a word of God that will increase our faith, a word that will cause us to be grateful for all that you have done. Speak a word to us, O oh God. Let us not go back the same way that we came. Let us leave this place appreciating that which you are doing and to see what you're about to do in our lives. We thank you, O oh Lord. As a church, we thank you. We thank you. You've done great things in this church. You've done awesome things in this church. We can't even explain our blessings. We are grateful, O oh God. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. It is our month of gratitude. The book of Luke 17, verse 12 to 16. That's our anchor scripture for this month. You don't have to forget our anchor scripture. Whenever the word is given to us, please always remember the anchor scripture that comes with the word. Hallelujah. Before we read our anchor scripture for this month, our month of gratitude, I want to begin by explaining what gratitude is. I believe that if you understand what gratitude is, we would be grateful. Hallelujah. Now, gratitude was derived from the Latin word gratus, which literally means pleasing or thankful. And it's a word that has two meanings. First of all, it is a feeling. Gratitude is a feeling. You feel grateful. And gratitude is an act. It's an act because you do something. When you are grateful, when you feel grateful, you do something. Your behavior shows that you are grateful. Now, you feel grateful when you remember. I'm teaching on a message entitled, Remember, Recognize, and Appreciate. Remember, Recognize, and Appreciate. Hallelujah. You feel grateful when you remember when you recognize and when you appreciate kindness that has been shown to you. That is where it's derived. You can be grateful as a person when you remember and when you recognize and when you appreciate what has been done for you. Gratitude rhymes with the word attitude. Gratitude comes out with the word attitude. So when you are grateful for something, your expression or you act based on your feelings. Please, are you understanding me? When you are grateful for something and you feel grateful, you end up by acting. That is when it becomes an attitude. 
And this morning, I pray to God that as we hear the word, God will give us an attitude of gratitude. Hallelujah. I want us to read our anchor scripture, Luke 17, verse 12 to 16. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten, le- ten men who were lepers who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priest. So it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So from this verse, we see that this man was showing a feeling of gratitude. Jesus Christ did something for him. He returned back and out of his feeling, he shouted, thanking God for what has been done for him. When you are grateful, you also end up by acting, which is also by giving. And giving is not necessarily to pay back the kindness that has been shown to you. But it's a way of showing how you value or how you appreciate what has been done for you. So giving in this regard is an expression of value for what has been done, the kindness that has been shown to you. I want us to read Luke 7 verse 36 to 38 where we see an act of gratitude or an attitude of gratitude. Luke 7, 36 to 38. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him. And he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flax of fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping. And she began to wash his feet with, his, with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. And she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil. Now this woman, her life was spared by Jesus because she was going to be stoned. But Jesus spared her life. And out of her gratitude, she came back to act grateful and she came back with something she fell down at jesus feet she cried which was attitude what she was acting what she was feeling she poured out her perfume on jesus feet she wept on jesus feet and she made us understand that she was grateful for sparing her life hallelujah so this month i believe in god that as we go through the month of gratitude you will not just come to church and say father i'm grateful but you let your worship tell God that you are grateful. You will let your praise tell God that you are grateful. You will kneel down before him and tell him I'm grateful. You will cry before him and tell Lord I'm grateful. You will not just say Lord I am grateful. But your behavior you will show that which you feel. That you are sincerely grateful. Now one may ask how can I become a grateful person? Or how do I show gratitude? Or how do I have the attitude of gratitude? That is what I'm going to show with you briefly. Last week, Daddy made us understand that our gratitude is to God and men. Daddy said that we owe God our gratitude because of all that he does for us. And he said we owe our gratitude to our parents, our biological parents, and our spiritual parents, which are pastors. And he said, we owe gratitude to people that have been good to us. 
But when you sum it all up, it's God and man. Hallelujah. Now, I want us to understand one thing, that gratitude is an act of faith. Gratitude is an act of faith. How can you show gratitude? How can you become a grateful person? It is through your faith. I'm going to explain it to you. Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 6, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Let me have some 100 verses 4. I'm explaining why gratitude is an act of faith. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Hallelujah. You might ask, how can gratitude be an act of faith? No, how can you being grateful show that you, are, you, are, you have faith? How? When this woman who was, whose life was saved by Jesus went to Jesus' feet and poured down her perfume, her expensive perfume. I mean, if you buy perfume for like $200, $300, you still have how expensive it is. She brought a perfume that she had kept for years and poured it at Jesus' feet. Showing her gratitude. What did Jesus tell her? Let me have Luke 7 verse 50. What did Jesus tell this woman when she came to do that? Luke 7 verse 50. Then he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Jesus did not say your gratitude because what this woman was exhibiting was what? Gratitude. And Jesus said, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Let me also have Luke 17 verse 19. I'm going to explain how come your gratitude shows your faith. And your faith is what God sees and what pleases God. Because without having faith, you cannot please God. And it's, this man was one of the lepers who came to Jesus thanking him. Look at what Jesus said to him. And he said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you so what is gratitude gratitude is what faith it is faith because you exhibit or you show forth or you attest or ascribe or acknowledge God as your source of help Auntie can give me her pen and I can say that for some I can give so many reasons why I have a pen I can choose not to accredit her that she gave me the pen willingly I can say that because the pen was on the floor, I found it. I can give so many reasons why I have her pen. But when I come to her and say that you gave me this pen, so I am thanking you. I am saying that you, I acknowledge your ability. I acknowledge who you are. So it is what? Faith. Those who don't believe in God, those who are the atheists, they find so many reasons to explain all happenings. So many reasons to explain all happenings. The unbelievers can give a hundred reasons why he or she is alive. I eat well. I exercise. Me, I, I, I don't do this. I don't do that. But we know, we know that God has kept us alive. It is not the food we ate. 
It is not where we stayed. It is not the houses we lived in. It is not where we went. It is not our name. It is God. So when you are grateful to God, you are telling God, I acknowledge you as my source of help. So when you attribute all happenings, when you are a God, God, when you are grateful, you ascribe to him every good thing that happened to you. You are telling God that I acknowledge your existence. I acknowledge you as my, my source of help. You are the one that has brought me this far. And it is, it is what? It is faith. And when you have faith, you please God. God is so happy because you believe in him. You believe that he is alive. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Number two, how can we have or how can we have the attitude of gratitude? How can we become grateful people? Gratitude is the platform or the avenue to receive more. How can we become a grateful person? Or why should we become grateful people? It is the platform to receive more. Matthew 14 verses 15 to 20. I want NIV version. Matthew 14 verses 15 to 20. Why must we be grateful to God? As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowd away so that they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, Do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he did what he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he, listen to this, listen to this. Jesus was exhibiting faith. That what he had was not enough. Bible records 5,000 men, excluding women and children. This, look at this church. You can count the number of men here. I don't know whether men like worshiping God. Hallelujah. Wherever there's a gathering of saints, always women and children are more than the men. So if they record 5,000 men, then there could have been 20,000 women. So there are about 20,000 women and about 5,000 children and then about 5,000 men. This by our own judgment. And Jesus took five loaves and two fish. Hey, Yehovah, is this enough? It is not enough. But he knew who he had faith in. So the Bible says, Jesus Christ took it up and looked up to his source and gave thanks. And Bible records, he gave that to the disciples and the disciples gave it to the people. Let's roll to verse 20. And they all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 baskets, miracle, 12 baskets of broken pieces. When you begin to thank God for the little that you have, it becomes more than enough. It becomes more than enough. Tell somebody, it becomes more than enough. Tell somebody, when you are grateful to God for the little that you have, it becomes more than enough. So be grateful. Gratitude is a platform to receive more. That is the reason why you must be grateful to God. Hallelujah, somebody. That is why you must be grateful to God. Let's read Exodus 15 verses 11. 
Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Listen to this. Praises is, is a thanking God. Praises is commending God for what he has done. And Bible says that when you thank God, he becomes more fearful. He does more. He is fearful in praise, doing wonders. Jesus Christ showed us, if you want to see the more of God, thank God. Thank God. Every day, every hour, every minute, thank God. Hallelujah. Praise is an attitude of gratitude. When we come to church and we are praising God, do you know what we are doing? You are indirectly thanking God when you are praising and dancing. He's saying, Father, I thank you. Father, give me more. And you are not asking. Some of us, we are good at asking. Let your attitude do the talking sometimes. Hallelujah, somebody. Let your attitude do the talking sometimes. Because sometimes it gets to a level when, when you are so broken. When you know that what you are going through is just too much for you. When it comes to that stage, stop talking. Don't ask. Listen, don't ask God. Praise him. Praise him. Pray your way out. Praise him. Because the more you praise him, you are indirectly thanking him. And he begins to do more. He begins to do more. Tell somebody, do more of the praises. Naturally, as people, when somebody does something for you, or you do something for someone, and the person keeps on thanking you, they be that they thank you. I always pray to God that until I die, you should let me serve at this man's feet. That is my prayer. I say, God, let me die at his feet. Because I can't forget what he has done for me. Naturally, when you do something for people, people who are grateful, you do something for them, and they always come to you. Hey, mommy, thank you. Maybe what you did for the person was nothing, but how do you feel? You feel like doing more. How much more, our God? How much more, our God? This month, through your genuine appreciation and genuine gratitude, I see God bringing you your next breakthrough in the name of Jesus. I said this month, through your genuine appreciation, through your genuine, your heartfelt gratitude, I see God bringing to you your next breakthrough in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now let me talk to you about how to adapt the attitude of gratitude or how to have the attitude of gratitude, how to become a grateful person. I'm going to share three things with you quickly, three things. And even if you forget anything I'm teaching you today, don't forget the three things I'm telling you now. The three keys are always remember. Number two, always recognize. And number three, always appreciate. These three things will make you a genuinely grateful person. It will give you the heart of gratitude. A grateful person, number one, always remember. A grateful person never forgets. 
A grateful person does not have a short memory. To become a grateful person, you must always never forget any good that anyone has done for you. You must never forget. Having a short memory is a heart of ingratitude. God does things for us and within a short time, we forget. I listened to a man who was saying something. And he was saying that every new year, when he gets into a new year, what he does is that he picks a small bottle, a glass bottle. And every day, every good thing that happens to him, he writes it on a small piece of paper, different, different colors. And every day he drops a piece in the bottle. Reason being that at the end of the year, he wants to be genuinely grateful to God for everything that has happened. He does not want to forget anything. So he sits down before 31st night and opens everything up one by one. And thank God. Sometimes we forget. We say, Father, I thank you for all that you have done for me. What has God, all the things, what has God done for you? Logically, if you go to someone and tell the person that, thank you. The first thing you say that, thank you for what? For what? Thank you. But I thank you. Oh, I bless your name. I thank you for what? When you acknowledge, when, when you are thanking the person for what has been done, you become grateful. Psalm 8 verse 3 to 4. And my next verse will be Deuteronomy 6 verse 10 to 12. I'm reading Psalm 8 verses 3 to 4. It says, when I consider, consider here is remember. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? Oh my God. When I remember all who you are and all the things you have done, who am I that you are mindful of me? My next verse, Deuteronomy 6 verse 10 to 12. Listen, we always must remember the goodness of our God. Every good that God has done for you, every day of this year, listen, in this month, count your blessings, name them one by one, and sit down and begin to thank God. Remember, if you want to be a grateful person, you must always remember. In Deuteronomy 6 verse 10, it says, so it shall be when the Lord your God brings you to the land of which you swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build. Verse 11. Houses full of good things which you did not fill. Hewn out wells which you did not dig. Vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant. When you have eaten and are full. Listen, sometimes we can't explain our blessings. If I ask you how you built your house, can you tell me? You cannot. If I ask you how you bought your car, can you tell me? You cannot. Sometimes the things that we have, we cannot. Because that's the Bible is saying that the things that we have, we did not suffer. It is not the, the working hard. It is a grace that was attached. It says, houses full of good things which you did not feel, hewn out wells which you did not dig, vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant, when you are eating and are full. Verse 12. Then beware. Tell somebody beware. Beware, beware lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Sometimes when good things happen to us, we forget. 
Sometimes you are in church today because you want marriage. You are in church today because you want the womb. You are in church today because you want promotion. You are in church. You are faithful to God because of what you need. When God gives you that which you need, will you forget? Sometimes God blesses us and he regrets. Reason being that the blessings that was to cause us to be grateful makes us to forget. Because of the excitement of the blessings. Oh, pastor, I'm not able to come to church because I'm very busy. I work on Sundays. I'm, I'm very busy. When you didn't have a job, you were always in church. Oh, pastor, my husband, my child, I am so busy with my baby, so I cannot be forget. Sometimes when God blesses us, that is why God is saying that beware, beware that you don't forget. Hallelujah. And I pray to God to give us the grace never to forget. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Psalm 77 verse 11 to 12. Psalm 77 verse 11 to 12. And I'll read Psalm 103 verse 2. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely, I'll remember your wonders of old. David was a naturally a very grateful man. He said, I'll remember. I will meditate on your work and talk of your deeds. Make Jesus. Listen to this. It is important to always remember. If you want to always remember what God has done, do you know how you can do it? Always testify. That is why testimony is so important. You can never forget a testimony that you came to give in the house of God. Sometimes. I always remember Adam's testimony whenever I cross the motorway. It's a crossing the motorway, going and coming. It's a blessing. Just by the grace of God. Can we even count the number of accidents in a day, in a week, in a month? Always tell of what God has done for you. Tell. The more you talk about it, you can never forget. Psalm 103 verse 2. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Forget not. So he's picking to his soul. Your soul is your mind. My mind never forgets all the benefits of God. Hallelujah. Sometimes we forget because we take things as normal. No. They say that familiarity breeds contempt. Sometimes things become so normal for us so we become ungrateful. We all went to sleep and we are all up in our beds. It's normal. It not be so. It's normal. We all sat in the car. We have gone and come back. What is so strange about it? So sometimes, come to stand here and say that I thank God for my life. It's not a testimony. But I tell you what, just being alive is a testimony. It is a breakthrough because the ground, the grave cannot give account of the souls of the bodies it has swallowed. It is not normal that you and I are alive. It is not. Sometimes people die and we think that it cannot happen. They also thought that it could not happen to them. Daddy always says this. And as a church, as a family, must never forget some of his sayings. He said that never take your living for granted. Sometimes until we get sick, then we begin to appreciate life. 
Sometimes, until you get through a certain situation, they begin to appreciate. In all things, don't let things become normal. Because the unbeliever, everything is normal. As a child of God, things must not become normal. Everything must become a testimony. Everything must be a testimony to you. Every day, every morning, say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. I am grateful to you. I thank you for my food. I thank you for traveling mercies. Thank you for good health. Ah, I was sick with headache. I am healed. Lord, I thank you. Always, all the time. Because it is not normal. The ailment that killed Kaba, you and I, we have it. We are still strong. We are still alive. It is the goodness of God. It is not normal. It is not normal. It is not testable. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. Had to kill somebody. Had to kill somebody. A migraine kills somebody. But you are alive. Also kill somebody. Diabetes kills somebody. But you are alive. Hypertension kills somebody. But you are alive. It's not normal. It's not normal. Don't take things as normal. Nothing is normal. It is just the doings of the Lord. Remember all his benefits. Don't forget all the benefits of God. Hallelujah. The second thing I want to share with you is always remember the good deeds of people. If you want to be a grateful person, always remember the good that somebody has done for you. We have not come this far by ourselves. God, through, God ministers to us through angels in the form of men. How far you have come in life was not by your strength. Somebody whom God used to minister has brought you or made you who you are today. Bible records, I can't read because of time. I believe you all know the story. And it was read in our scripture reading, 2 Samuel 9, verse 1 to 5. How David sat down and asked, is there anybody? It means that this man was trying to remember all the people that has helped him to get to where he was. I believe that somebody played a role in your life, helping you to become who you are today. Maybe somebody was not your family, helped you one way or the other to go to school, but you get this far and you have forgotten. Somebody helped someone to get a job that she never dreamed of getting and she has forgotten the source who helped her to get that job. David was remembering, listen, always keep records of the good that people do unto you. Naturally, I'm a person that said that if you do me good, we am papa my bunny because I owe you for life. That is my weakness. Listen, be a person who never forgets the good. Always keep record of the good that people do to you and never their wrongs. Listen to this. If you want to become a grateful person, when somebody does you good and later in life does you wrong, remember their good and forget their wrongs. Sometimes we forget because of what we feel. The person has wronged me. The person has hurt me. That person that who has hurt you, has he or she not been good to you before? 
has the person not been of help to you? Has that person not been an angel that God has used to minister to you? This is why we must not hold grudges with anybody. Because holding a grudge with people is a sign of ingratitude. Because maybe the person even opened the door for you someday. Maybe the person gave you water to drink or food to eat in his house. Maybe the person gave you a place to sleep. Maybe the person was of help to you. Sometimes people go to abroad to go and live with people for some time. Or Kodra Broche, you didn't have anywhere to stay. They go and stay with somebody. This is a normal thing in Abroche. Listen, people will go to hustle and go to Abroche. They get there and the person they lived with, after so many years, they become bitter enemies of the person because that person treated me bad. But when you came to the broche, well, that person gave you a place to sleep. When you are not working, he was giving you food to eat. And you forget. And start saying all sorts of bad things about the person. I curse that spirit in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Whatever anybody does to you, always record their good and never their wrongs. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three. To become a grateful person, recognize your progress. Recognize means to take notice or acknowledge or to identify something. First Samuel 7 verse 12. I've been blessed this morning. Because I'm being blessed by the word. It ministered to me too. First Samuel 7 verse 12. Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mizpah and Shen and called its name Ebenezer saying, That's far the Lord has helped us. Sometimes people fail to appreciate God or, or show gratitude to God because their expectations are not met. They don't see the progress they have made in life. Sometimes, because of what you want to achieve or because of the expectations, you forget every other thing. I want to get married. I wanted to get married in 2017. I was believing God for my marriage in 2017. It's December. No man has proposed to you. So to you, it was not your year of new beginnings. Because you didn't see any new thing in your life. Because that which you wanted God to do, it did not happen. I wanted to travel abroad. I went for the visa. They bounced me again. This year I was believing God, being my new year of new beginnings, I was believing God for my breakthrough. It did not happen. So sometimes we become ungrateful because of our focus or our expectation. Because of what you want, every other thing does not matter. Am I preaching to somebody? Until you recognize the progress you are making in life, until you see what God is doing for you, you cannot expect to go farther. Daddy will always say this. We may not be where we want to be, but we are not where we used to be. You need to recognize the progress God is giving to you. When you join this church, what progress have you seen in your life? Sometimes, listen, your progress might not be visible. Your progress by, might be invisible. The Bible says in Proverbs 4.18, the path of the just is like a shining light. It shines brighter and brighter. As the day progresses, you might not see it. Say, a dear son, when it's getting dark, you can sit down. You will not see how it gets dark, but it gets dark. Listen to this. Little by little you are making progress. You are getting there. Hey! I said little by little you are making progress. You are getting there. 
you need to recognize. You, your, your pace may be like that of the tortoise. Ha, listen, the tortoise, the tortoise, we are on a race. You, you run, you run, and I am going like this. Hey, you are there, come back. Hey, and go again. It's a race of life. Go again. Hey, hey, hey. I am still making progress. Letter by letter. The race is not the swift. The race is not the swift. Listen to this. Recognize that you are making progress in life. No matter what you see, God is giving you progress. You are still getting there. Be grateful to God. We may not be where we want to be. But listen. I was making progress. I was not standing there. My pace was little, but I am gained. (laughs) Listen to this. Bible says, the last shall become the first. (laughs) It will happen through your gratitude. There will be a threat to turn around when you are a grateful person. Even when your pace is slow, people are way ahead of you. You say, Lord, I thank you. Hey, I am making progress. Hey, my God, I am thanking you. I am still working. Hey, thank God always. Maybe your expectation has not been met yet. It's in the pipeline. It is happening. Say, I see my expectations manifesting with speed through my gratitude in Jesus' name. Maybe so for you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Isaiah 43, our anchor scripture for this year. I'm closing in five minutes. Isaiah 43, verses 19. Look at this. It says, Oh, he said what? Please say it again. Please say it again. Do you know what behold means? Behold means to see. See. See, I will do a new thing. Until you recognize what God is doing, you cannot see that new thing you want to see in your life. Some of you may have not recognized any new thing, but listen to this. In this month, uh, through your gratitude, uh, your new beginnings uh, will become a reality in the name of Jesus. Genesis 13, verse 14 to 15. God said, behold, behold, Behold means see. See means take notice. See means recognize. Until you see. Tell you what. When God says you see, you're not seeing a physical. Because God is not a physical person. God is a spirit. He's telling you to see with your spiritual eyes. This man, I pray to God, may your spiritual eyes be opened for you to see. Hallelujah. Don't thank God for what you want to see. Thank God for the unseen. God said to Abraham, after Lot had separated himself from him, lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are. Northward, southward, eastward, and westward. Let's roll. For all the land which you see, all the land which you see, I will give to you and your descendants. Oh, my God. Hey. 
God was speaking of spiritual things. He was telling Abraham, see, even though at that point in time, Abraham did not have possession of the land. God was speaking as a spirit. He said that, see, open your eyes. See, claim it, receive it. I receive it. Some of us, we said, Lord, I am waiting. You are waiting for the manifestation of your expectations before you come and give a testimony. When you come to church next Sunday, come and thank God for what you want to see in your life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't wait to see. What is that you want God to do in your life? See it from now. See it. Claim it. Thank God for it. Hallelujah. The last thing I want to say before I come to a close. Appreciate or value the help of God and men. Sometimes, God will take you through some bitter experiences in life. God will take you through some heartbreaking, some mind-blowing. Some of us can attest this year, went through a fearful period. You lost family. Maybe something happened that was, that you don't want to remember. It was heartbreaking, but listen to this. Everything, Bible says in Romans 8.28, all things work together for our God. So appreciate everything, good and bad, that happens to you. Please value on it. When a gold is digged, the gold comes out as mud. They wash it in water before the shyness comes out. Maybe through that death, through that disappointment, there is a breakthrough for you. Yeah. Write this verse down. Deuteronomy 8 verse 2 to 5, my last scripture. Listen to this. Let's kindly be on our feet. Appreciate every blessing that God brings into your life. Be it big, be it small, be it significant or insignificant. To appreciate means to place value on everything. Appreciate good people that God brings to you. Let us not use our ingratitude to draw away good people from out of our lives. Some of us, we are so ungrateful, we push the angels that God brings to our lives. Some of us, we look for people only when we need them. You only call somebody because you need something from that person. I curse that spirit in Jesus' name. Build a relationship with good people who have been of good, great help to you. Be in a relationship with them. Value them. Place value on them. Hallelujah. Appreciate and maintain godly relationships. And lastly, appreciation causes one to, to give. Appreciation. I started by saying that appreciation is an act. It causes you to give. As we go through this month of gratitude, I pray to God, may he give us the grace to redeem our vows to him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, if you want to go by the Jewish law, eh, we must always give to God an offering, expensive offering. You must leave our abode. It's an act of gratitude. They have all kinds of names for it, all kinds of offerings for it. And I pray to God, if you have given any vow to God, as we go through this month of gratitude, please prioritize your vow. Appreciate God. Let your appreciation cause you to give, to pay back that which you owe him. Am I preaching to somebody? When you pay your vow to God, listen, he redeem himself. Hallelujah. When you pay your vow to God, your greater is about to come. This will not only be a festive season, but it will be a winning season for you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands. Begin to thank the good Lord for the, for the word that he has given to us this morning. Begin to exalt his name.
Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, through my genuine gratitude, let me see speed in my progress in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Lift up your voice and thank him. Oh, what a mighty God. What an awesome God. What a great God. David said, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto you alone be the praise, the glory, the honor, and the adoration. We stand before you today as a church, as a people, as individuals, as a family, with our hearts full of gratitude. We say thank you, Heavenly Father. From January to December, it has been by your grace and by your mercies. Not by our doings, not by our intellect, not by whatever we have, but we have been counted among the living by your grace. And we refuse to take this for granted. Let the spirit of gratitude rest upon us from today. Cause us to count our blessings one by one and give us the grace to appreciate you. We know that we are not where we want to be. But we can also attest to the fact that we are not where we used to be. We have seen progress in our lives. We thank you for every progress we have seen in our lives in the name of Jesus. And we know that as we continue to thank you, all things are falling in their right places for us. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Everybody shout a big amen.